Potato in the city. Hello. It's Taylor in the city. Um, I did that because Adele released her new album. <laughs> and I know that everyone was waiting for me to be back on the mic again after a month. It has been way too long. But I have been busy with Beckett and grad school and... Uh, hating life just kidding just kidding we're thriving it's philly Yay! <laughs> so since you since i've been gone as kelly clarkson would say um <laughs> a lot has happened i am moving out Yay! Good times, good vibes all around. We're moving to West Philly. Can you believe it? I can't. Uh, yeah, I'll actually be in the city, like real city, and I'm very excited for it. And Beckett is over, and we are so excited because maybe we'll have time. Maybe, maybe not, but. I don't have to sit with my thoughts anymore. I mean, I will, but not as much. And um, just, I think, oh, I went to therapy today. That was fun. And um, that's my life. I, uh, you know the drill. I do the grad school. I do the things. I go to the rehearsal. Anyways. I have a special guest, a very special guest, <laughs> and um, I've been waiting weeks to have them on the pod, and we've been trying to schedule, but we finally did it, and we have a whole setup right now of wines, um, a Nebraska candle that's not lit, and uh, the Qdoba. So, introducing my dear friend, Giannis. Hey! <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Giannis. I use they, them pronoums. Um, Taylor said I had to give you my astrological sign, which is okay. Um, but I'm an Aquarius. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But more than that, I am a carpenter. Um, and I am a stage manager and a props designer. Um, I can tell you a little bit more about me. I'm, I'm from several places. I'm from the North Bronx. Um, I am from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And I am from Tampa, Florida. Um, so, so many I, places. So many places. People are always like, where are you from? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm in grad school with Taylor. I just moved uh, to Pennsylvania from Brooklyn, and that is what I would love to talk about today. Yes, I'm so excited. No sleep till Brooklyn. No sleep. Club. Another club. <laughs> Not a club. But. So, I'm just like, we're going to talk about Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, I won't, because I've never been there. But, um, you know, I've heard a thing or two about the area, the New York. <laughs> um, 
just uh just take it away um yeah so i guess the first thing that i want to talk about which is something that's been really important to me especially being somebody that like is not originally from new york but has spent time there and has moved back is being involved in mutual aid and being involved in the community in brooklyn so i have an outline of like resources and websites um, for people who are interested because that was a really big part of being in Brooklyn was like I didn't have a lot of money but I wanted to give my time and I wanted to give my energy um, to people in places that needed it because I come from a place of privilege though I do not have a lot of money um, so I guess the first thing that I want to talk about is nycfridge.com it is quite literally a map of all of the recognized community fridges across New York City. And if you oh. don't, yeah, it's super cool. Um, and if you don't know what a community fridge is, it is it's a refrigerator outside of a business that has allowed uh, the community to use its electricity in order to keep food for those who need it. So this can include like restaurant leftovers. This can include um non-perishable foods and perishable foods as long as they're dated and described with any allergens that they might have um and usually like members of the community are in charge of like going through and cleaning it out or restocking it and raising money to restock it with basic items um i don't think i've ever heard of like somewhere doing that really yeah it's 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 a big like metropolitan area kind of okay thing. yeah um, New York, like, has the largest network of fridges, but, like, Philly does some, um, where I used to live in Kensington, there were two community fridges. Oh. Um, yeah, which I, like, just stumbled across on, like, a morning run. Um, <laughs> you go morning running? I do. I, I, over quarantine, used to run, like, several times a day. Because I was just times bored. I was bored out of my mind, so I would run like a mile in the morning. I would go about my day, and then I would run like a mile in the evening. And then I got to the point where I was like so just godforsakenly bored that I would run like three miles yeah. at a time. And I was like, I am alone with my thoughts, and then I would have like a mile cool down. So I mm -hmm. do like four miles a day, like just throughout town wow. in my parents' do neighborhood. You, do you still like run like a lot? I don't run as much as I used to, um, because in where I was living in Kensington, my roommates were like, you cannot go past this block, you should not go past oh, that block. Oh no. Like, if you like get to the Huntington stop, like turn around. Um, and so like I didn't know Philly well enough to run there, which was like a shame, like for sure, because mm -hmm. I didn't really get to have my own opinions on it. But my commute was like an hour and a half mm -hmm. like, to get to grad school and then to get back to Philly. So I, like, didn't have time to run. But I'm trying to get back into running now, and I'm, like, doing, like, maybe a mile, like, two or three times a week. And I want to get back up to doing, like, a mile, like, maybe, like, four days a week and then uh -huh. do three miles again. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm way, like, out of shape right now. Like, when I first got here, I was running, mm -hmm. like, twice a week. Mm -hmm. But then, since I've been busy, I have not at all. I love running because, like, you can, like, veg the fuck out. <laughs> Like, it's, like, one of the only exercises where, like, you don't really have to, like, focus on your breathing. Like, uh -huh. you just have to make sure that you're not tripping over something. You don't focus on your breathing? I just kind of breathe. Weird. Why well, I, I have, like, I used to have asthma, so my breathing is not uh, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, something, some exercise that I love that does focus on breathing a little bit is yin yoga. Which what is, is like the a, difference between... 
<laughs> my hands are up in the air. I'm so excited. Um, so there are different kinds of yoga, and yin yoga is focused on, like, long durations of just stretching. I like that. And, it like, and like I didn't realize we would be sore from stretching. Oh, yeah. But I was like, holy shit, my body is, like, on a whole nother level. And I was, like, floaty after yin yoga of, like, an hour to, like, maybe 45 minutes of it. Um, but it was really fun. Mm. And I do that because I have sciatica, and it's my whole personality. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm sore today. Because? No, not because, because of, um rocking chair carrying it <laughs> carrying it like to uh to into west oh my god <laughs> okay do they know about west no okay can i yes roll it off with west okay and then i would love to talk more about brooklyn mutual yes. so west is across campus like a 12-minute drive from the Performing Arts Center. And it is a dormitory. And it's not even, like, one of the nicer dormitories. Like, it's, it's got, like, it's, like, it's on a rich people college campus, but it's considered one of the shittier dorms. No. <laughs> so it's a nice dorm. Um, but it's, so you go up to the third floor on an elevator that just screams at you. Yes, it door, does. <laughs> the door's open too long. And then you have to walk up an additional flight of stairs into the attic of this building. And then there are, like, air ducts. And, like, you know how your, like, fire alarm just kind of, like, disappears into the ceiling? It's in the ceiling of this fucking attic. And so, so like, you have to dodge people's fire alarms, like, which are on your foot level. And, like, go through, like fenced off caged off areas yeah. and like turning on lights as you go it's terrible. and this is to get to our prop stock yeah and yes. like some scene storage like we have like yeah big furniture yeah there's there. furniture back there and like you it's the tiniest like li- like when you go in and then there's that oh and then there's that first bend yes the big air duct. yeah how are we supposed to get anything through there but you literally can't but like we have big desks and like ottomans and stuff like i don't know how they got back there but they're never gonna come out no and so that's that's how i got sore oh poor baby i know and then i wait is it no wait no that's my this morning (laughs) this morning it was popping like no I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm breaking. I'm an old lady. Well, Justin, like, in the scene shot today, was opening up a Leatherman's tool, uh, and he completely shot it through his fucking finger. I saw it bleeding. And he, like, every time somebody would pass him, he was like, shh, 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 shh. And then he electrical taped Band-Aids to his finger. And he was like, that'll probably be fine, but do you want to know what happened? And I was like, yes, Justin. (laughs) I said, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. I, I literally was like, oh my god. And then he was like, quiet, quiet, quiet. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. 
a really great newsletter to kind of like align yourself if you're curious about the history of Bushwick. But like one neighborhood in particular, Bedsty, is a Bedsty Strong. They have a TikTok, they have an Instagram, and they have a website. So it was founded in order to help with the food crisis and vaccination amongst the older population in Bedsty, which is a predominantly Black community. And um, so they believe in mutual aid, which is voluntary and reciprocal care, and it's support exchanged by members of the community that already live there. And then they shadow organization from the Black Panthers in terms of like free clinics and abolitionist networks. Huh. It's super, super cool. Um, and they also like romanticize the neighborhood in a very realistic way. Like it's not like, oh, all you do in New York is like go shopping and like have these cute coffee shops. Like they like look at the people in the community mm. and like romanticize that element of it. Excuse me, I live on the main drag, so we're gonna hear some street noise. It's an ambiance. Um, so something else that I wanna talk about, there are only two more I have two and a half pages if anybody is interested in New York resources. Um <laughs> But something else that I'm interested in is uh, there's South Brooklyn Mutual Aid and North Brooklyn Mutual Aid. Both have websites. Um, South Brooklyn Mutual Aid offers a little bit more than the North Brooklyn Mutual Aid does. They offer companionship services over Zoom and in person, translation services, food services, child and pet care services, but they don't offer medical advice, legal representation, or mental health counseling. Um, so South Brooklyn Mutual Aid serves Sunset Park, Borough Park, and Bay Ridge. And the significance of Borough Park in particular is it's a large like Jewish population. So people have preconceived notions about the people that live there and the type of lifestyle that they lead, but in fact like they are also very, very in need. So it serves a community where there's a lot of bias against it. For people who say live in Kansas. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, can you can you do a <laughs> true. Can't, well, most of my, my listeners are from Kansas, though. What's up, Kansas? <laughs> what? Can you break down, like, the how Brooklyn is, like, the setup? Yeah. So they get so, a little a little visual? Um, so, yeah, Brooklyn is, if you look on a map to the right and down of Manhattan, like, the top right of Manhattan, uh, the top right next to Manhattan is Queens, and Queens has the least amount of public transit. You get about, like... A third of the way through Queens and the subway lines just stop and it's all bus lines and all people with cars. Um, Brooklyn is centered around uh, its main lines that go into the East Village and the Lower East Side, which is Northern Brooklyn, which is like Bushwick, Williamsburg, Greenpoint. Um, but then the further south you go, the more green spaces there are and the closer you are to the water. So like, um, Bay Ridge is right on the water, Red Hook is right on the water, um, but then you get like Flatbush and Park Slope and Windsor Terrace, which are all surrounding the largest green space in Brooklyn, which is Prospect Park. Mm. So it's like everything kind of like, it's it's essentially a donut and right in the middle is Prospect Park. <laughs> Prospect Park is not nearly as large as Central Park. Um, but, but nonetheless a park. But nonetheless a park. And a lot of Brooklyn, like, in a curvature kind of touches the water mm -hmm. which is really cool and also like you should not go in that water why because you'll get sepsis sepsis yeah what is sepsis it's like an old like world war ii disease where <laughs> your whole body like gets infected i don't know google it it's terrifying and you'll die 
don't go in the Hudson. Well, Bay. you're gonna you're gonna be like, uh, what what is it? Trench foot? We're gonna get trench foot. <laughs> <laughs> Whole ass gangry. <laughs> Yes. Um, so, uh, Swoop Brooklyn, which is S-W-O-P Brooklyn, uh, has resources for sex workers with a specialized tab for COVID to discuss their health rights, um, keeping people safe while engaging in sex work, organizing virtual mutual aid, um, so like mental health counseling and other like group counseling resources, as well as information for allies, which is super cool because a lot of websites just focus on allyship, but this website predominantly focuses on like the sex workers in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean like just people who, who are exotic dancers. It means like every other form, like, and, and it, it's so cool. It's a great resource. And uh, one of my potential roommates introduced me to it because she was like, oh, I'm a sex worker. And I was like, I don't know too much about that. And she was mm-hmm. like, here's a great resource. And then we did not live together. But that is nobody's fault. That's just because her budget was more than mine. <laughs> Um, and then there's the center in Brooklyn. They have a great organized website, but that's a specific like LGBTQ uh, resource. They have 400 community groups that use their resources, um, and that means like physical spaces uses um, people who work for the center in order to like organize like blood drives and and free STD testing and things like that. We all need some of that. <laughs> They don't have it at Villanova. No, they do not. At the state university that I went to for undergrad, they had free STD testing, and it, they would, like, drive around in a bus on campus. I think... Wait. What? Yeah, you got tested for STDs in a bus. That is insane, and mm-hmm. I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know I know Drexel does free ones. Don't ask how I know that, but... <laughs> I won't, but I also... <laughs> No. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't gone to the Villanova Health Center yet because I feel like. Well, they charge if you're a grad school student. <sighs> it's not free like if you're an undergrad. <sighs> but speaking of free, my last resource that I'm going to bring to you <laughs> um, it's called City Harvest. So this is a citywide resource, it expands just past Brooklyn and into other boroughs. Um, but in the past, uh, City Harvest uh, rescued uh, 111 million pounds of food this past year. And what they do with that food, whether it be like through restaurants or food pantries or like wealthy people giving donations or like, heck, I don't know how they procure other food. Somebody I know went dumpster diving behind grocery stores for them. Wow. But what they do is they deliver free food um, free of charge. The delivery doesn't cost anything and the food doesn't cost anything. And they deliver it to food pantries, soup kitchens, and community partners like daycares and things like that. Um, And their creed is dedicated to integrity, collaboration, and diversity. They pride themselves in not discriminating based on physical ability or mental ability, race, ethnicity, gender, marital status, religion, military status. Um, So I know that they were exceptionally important during COVID. Um, and they partnered with um, Bushwick Mutual Aid, and Bushwick Mutual Aid delivered free meals to immigrant families within mm-hmm. the neighborhood of Bushwick, which is where I lived. So that's how I got involved with City Harvest, um, was delivering 
meals just a handful of times because I was a nanny and also doing freelance theater. So the little time that I had, I was like, I want to give back to the community. Yeah. Those are my resources. That's world cleansing. Yes. Um, what? Why did you move to Brooklyn? So I grew up in the North Bronx, um, and really liked it as a child. But also things are different whenever you're a child. Mm-hmm. And the rent in Manhattan was, like, substantially down because it was, like, something like 40% of apartments were partially vacant and, like, upwards of, like, 70 or some absurd number was, like, or no, I'm sorry, it was was 40% was partially vacant, 26% was fully vacant. So it was, like, a substantial, substantial, substantial amount. Um, But Brooklyn was affordable. Brooklyn was where my friends were. Um, and also Brooklyn was where I spent a lot of undergrad time. Mm-hmm. So I would travel from my university that was just outside of the city into Brooklyn to, to work at smaller theater companies, do small readings and stuff like that. Um, but then also like my, uh, my first love, my girlfriend, uh, my ex-girlfriend, um, a lot of her friends lived in Brooklyn and so like there was really like a heart in a community that I felt like I was a part of and I wanted to return to it mm. yeah and the community is so important though like mm-hmm. going somewhere where you feel like you know you belong yeah. is oh, so important I, I mean like coming here like, yeah I mean I had I had done undergrad in New York I lived in New York as a kid and then I went back to New York in the middle of a pandemic and lived there for a year you know, and and my goal is to go back and get my PhD at the University of New York. Oh, really? Like that is my home. Uh huh. Um, but coming here, I was like, I don't know anybody in Philly. Yeah. I I, I I've never even been here, like before this. Like wow. not even yeah. on like school field trips. Really? I've never been here. No. Yeah. That's and so strange because you live so close. I mean, I live like two hours away. Yeah. Part of my childhood. Yeah. I mean, in New York and yeah. in Gettysburg, like, both were, like, equidistant. Um, but, yeah, and, like, finding a community here has been really hard because I didn't really know anybody here. Um, and also, like, going to grad school, sometimes people don't want to be friends. And I'm <laughs> Ain't like, it the truth? I know, and I'm like, I'm here to be friendly with everybody. I'm here to make friends and party. <laughs> <laughs> environment like coming here and not knowing anybody and I guess like I'm not far from my family but I'm far from my community yeah yeah. which has like spread out to other parts of the country Mm -hmm. no yeah it's been extremely hard for me to like find a community yeah like everyone is in Kansas and like half of me is like I should move back after this and then half of me is like no you did this for a reason <laughs> but it's just it's a whole nut like it's a whole new world a whole new world um what is your where is in your opinion the best like if you go to new york or brooklyn where is the go-to place okay so wait for bang for what Wait, are we talking bagels? 
<laughs> we'll start there. Okay, so bagels. Um, so for a bagel in Brooklyn, I would go to Bushwick. Um, and then I would go to a place called Knickerbocker Bagel. It's off the L and off of the M, depending on what stop you get off at. But they have, like, this perfect, like, tough exterior. And they're fucking huge! They're so big! But then this, like, really nice, like, not spongy, but, like, firm yet malleable inside. And, like, Knickerbocker Bagel will go all the fuck out. Like, if you want an over-easy egg on your bacon, egg and cheese, they'll fucking do that. Like, if you, like, want, like, extra sharp Wisconsin cheddar cheese on it, they'll do that. If you want guac, they'll do it. If you want sliced avocado with red pepper flakes, they'll do it. And it's not the most expensive bagel sandwich I've ever had, either. Like, a, like you can go to a bodega and get, like, your, like, whatever, $5, if that, sometimes. Did I mention to you guys that... Uh, Giannis is one of the most passionate people I've ever met. <laughs> um. <laughs> that, that's really, really flattering. I, I, I super appreciate that. Um, but God, I love a bagel. Um, for drinks. Wait, wait. Before we move on from bagels. Okay, but I'm pulling up my sleeves. <laughs> What what is as I asked you earlier? We were saving it for the pod. Mm-hmm. What is it with New Yorkers and bagels? It's the water. It's the, the water. It I doesn't swear. make sense that like what that you, you mean? that you make sense. the bagels with. Yeah. What is it wh- that you boil the bagels in? Don't don't the yeast? Yeah. So you put the yeast you in the, the New York the water. water. Yeah, you put the water with the yeast and the sugar. And then it does what? It, like, bagelifies. I don't think that's what it's called. Is that what it's the called? bagelization? Bagelization! <laughs> no, it's the water. Oh, it's the water. Okay, so now why are you very defensive about New Jersey bagels? New Jersey bagels are not as good. Just, but people... They're just not. So, okay. Wait, hold on. I have to look up the only acceptable place in Jersey that I've ever gotten a bagel. Continue. So, I have this bit that I've explained on the pod before. Um, where, oh, is her name at the prop shop? She was there today, an undergrad. Uh, it's not Celia, it's the other one. That was there today. Cece? Charlotte. Charlotte! Charlotte, I had my lobster earrings in one day and she was like are you from Maine or do you just like lobsters and I was like that's an interesting question no I'm not from Maine um is that a thing in Maine that they have lobsters in Maine and apparently it is and so I was like asking people like you know what would my earrings look like if they were from like Pennsylvania or if they were from New Jersey, and somebody said bagels from New Jersey, and I was like, interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> of course they would say that because New Jersey doesn't have any other identifiable I, food product. I. It doesn't have to be a food product. I offered the Italian flag. Um. Sure. <laughs> I don't know enough about New Jersey except their bagels suck. Don't they have like a lot of Italians in New Jersey? I have 
no idea. I've been to New Jersey, like, just driving through. <laughs> I went to New Jersey once for, or twice, twice. Whoa. Well, actually, no, three times in my life. Once a long time ago, I went to New Newark. Newark? Newark? Newark. Newark. Um, but then I went to this one place for a comedy club, and that's where I met all the Italians. All of them. <laughs> all of them in one room. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot of Italians. One of them was actually named Tony. Okay, <laughs> what was that about a Tony? I got a story about a Tony. So off the Knickerbocker M and L stops. Okay, so the L doesn't go to Knickerbocker, but the L goes near Knickerbocker, but the M goes to Knickerbocker. Um, so there are two pizza places, both called Tony's, and Tony's, good Tony's, has the best buffalo uh, chicken pizza slice I've ever had. I had to like think about what it was called for a second. But the bad Tony's uses frozen vegetables on their pizza, which makes them soggy. No. And so Good Tony's is so good. And Good Tony's and Bad Tony's are in war over who was the first Tony's in Brook or in Bushwick. And they will go so far as to like post newspaper clippings, like frames with like the dates highlighted and shit in both of their restaurants. It's absurd. I used to work at a pizza place. Oh my god, I also used to work at a pizza place. We're yeah. twins. Oh my god. They sold coke out the back end of my pizza place, I'm pretty sure. Somebody like was like being all shady and they were like, I need to talk to this guy and he was like, You can't have coke, you have to talk to me. <laughs> and then they like talked to the back door for a really long time. And then the dude came back with a fat wad of cash. But if you ask me, I don't know what happened. <laughs> They didn't sell Coke out the back of mine. I mean, I would have been surprised if they did, and it would be great if they did. Hell yeah. In in Horton, Kansas. But um, what is, um, if there's a tourist destination that people should go to if they're in New York for like a day, where should they go? Oh. Do I get categories, or is this like loosey-goosey? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Categories one American history. Oh, uh, okay. Two. Wait, wait, uh, let me write these down. Two. A, sh- a show that they should see while they are at Broadway. Okay. Three. Like store shopping ish, okay. and any other, any other. I think um, we're to go for a meal. A meal, a meal, yeah, yeah a meal. meal, meal. Okay, so. Um, I think for American history, I think it's not history at all but the museum of sex oh it's fun yeah like and they've got all kinds of like historical exhibitions where they show you like whenever porn first came out like this Mm -hmm. was the first filmed porn that we ever had and like it's often not what we think of that as like it's 
it's quite literally just like women getting dressed sometimes really pornography yeah and so i think that like it goes over kind of the history of like what pornography is um but then it also talks about like different time periods in which people were painting women or men provocatively and what that looked like Uh and like the painting techniques that come so it covers some historical things but then it's also just kind of like fun to go yeah um so i think museum of sex i think a, a a show to see it opens in the spring it's not open yet but it's playing at the public i believe um and it's called fat ham it's by James Iams. Yeah! But if you're not going to go see that, I would go see, if you have the money to go see something on Broadway, Chicken and Biscuits. I know several people who worked on that. Um, Wait, you... James's show is going to be on Broadway? Yeah! Well, technically, I think the what? public is off Broadway because of the seating allowance. Okay, but it's still like... But it's still going there. That is our acting professor, if you did not know. He's amazing, and I love him. He can't ever know that I love him because he has to think I'm cool and smart. (laughs) Um, But then if you want to go, like, see some dumb, stupid show and you don't have a lot of money but you want to have a lot of fun, The Office, the musical parody. (laughs) Two of my partner's friends are in it right now and we went and saw it and it was... Was it good? It was a delightfully (laughs) weird time. Like, it's not good and it's not bad, but it's not bad. <laughs> it's fun. I love that. Um, if you're going to go shopping, I would go to Williamsburg. Williamsburg has a ton of stores, and it's a hella gentrified community, so that's where the fucking money is. So they got mm. all kinds of stores and shit. Um, but Mother of Junk. It is just this, like, old, like, looks like it's falling apart store. And it's got these, like, roll-up doors that you, like, see at the mechanics. Mm-hmm. And it rolls up, and it's, like, two stories. And the second story is just scaffolding that goes around the... And, like, you have to, like, push shit around in order to move around the store. Um, and, like, there are some areas that you just can't go in because you're like, oh, my God, it's such a tight squeeze that, like, I will break something. What? And the woman who runs it is, like mean (laughs) but like I found dining room chairs there I found like vintage paintings there um and I found like some really beautiful like handmade artisanal wood things and they're all inexpensive like they're like the price point for like a nice mirror is like 50 bucks but then everything else is below that Mm. um and then for a meal you can either stay in Williamsburg or you can go into Manhattan and you can go to Cafe Mogador. And they have a phenomenal brunch. Um, do they have mimosas? They do have mimosas. Okay. They have like a delicious Bloody Mary. Um, but they are a Mediterranean cuisine. And so they also like, if you're going to go get brunch, they like make their sausage in house. Wow. Um, so I've had like the best, and I don't know how to cook chicken. That's so, the thing about so me. So wait, they like okay. wait, yes. They make their sausage. So the pig. They don't slaughter the pig. <laughs> they just like stop. They just like take meat, spice blend, marinate, whatever, cure it, put it in the casing. Um, they don't like slaughter. A they pig. don't. Okay. But back to the chicken. <laughs> I, I was a vegetarian on and off for, from childhood until now, 
Um, and I was a vegan for like four months, but that doesn't count. But I can't cook chicken, and chicken's really scary to me. And so every time I go out, I'm like, I want chicken, because I never cook it, because it's yummy, and I don't know how to cook it. <laughs> you don't wait, really? No, I'm like really scared that it's always raw. So like I cook it until it's. You're gonna get dry. salad vanilla. Yeah, so that's the thing is I just I cook it till it's like dry. Well, mm, and then it's not good anymore. But that's why you use a meat thermometer. has amazing chicken. That's all I gotta say. Yes. So, any finalizing thoughts on this topic? I think Prospect Park you should go to. Um, I think that you should also go to Central Park. I think that, like, part of New York is its green spaces. And, like, I love the green spaces. Queens has, like, a severely underfunded budget for parks. Um, and so go and appreciate the parks that are well-funded. Go and appreciate the parks that are small. Um, but go enjoy your parks. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what now? You know what it is. We're going to play a game. Oh, wait, I forgot. What? (laughs) I usually ask a question, a get-to-know-you question. Oh, yeah. So we'll do that now, and I'll just come up with it in my brain. Amazing. Okay, let me think, let me think, let me think. Give me, give me a minute, talk, talk about something while I'm thinking. Okay. What is one song or album that represents your high school years? Oh my shit. Um. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. It's, it's gotta be, oh fuck, what's that called? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Um, it's gotta be, it's I Love You by The Neighborhood. Oh? hmm I know that song. Why? That album, yeah, it was so Or, so yeah, good. that album, yeah. Um, so it had Sweater Weather on uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Um, but then it also had, like, What Do You Want From Me and Female Robbery, which Female Robbery's good. So good. Um, but I think it was because, and like... And everybody's watching me. <laughs> um, but I think it was because, like, that was, like, whenever I started getting, like, mental health diagnoses and, like, felt like a song, like, represented me. Like, I felt like, like, I'm non-binary, and so a female robbery, like, really encapsulated, like... It was, it was not about, like, womanhood being stolen from you, but it kind of, like, felt like that. And, like, what do you want from me was, like, kind of, like, the paranoia of, like, my anxiety. So the album, like, the music spoke to, like, me coming to terms with my identity a lot. It is very, it is a very, like, paranoid, like, anxious album. Yeah. It really is. And, like, and not that that was the, like, my entire high school experience, but it was definitely, like, a very important part of it was, like, finally reckoning and like getting treatment for my mental health and like coming to terms with my gender identity wow yeah 
That's really nice. Thank you. Um, oh, we hear that car. I know. <laughs> My, uh, I think the album that represented high school for me was Blue Neighborhood by Troye Sivan. That's also a great album. Yes, because, ooh, talk me down every time. It's, ooh, it's, ooh. It's so good. It's on my USB. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hit that one, but we hit some Macklemore today. So, so, to explain this, I, um, Spotify, I don't know if this happened to you guys, but Spotify was messing up the other day. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take this USB that I made my junior year of high school and just stick it in the car and see, see what it comes out. And it is the most insane mix of my life. Like, deep country music cuts. And then you'll throw in some Drake. And then you'll throw in some, like, Guns N' Roses. (laughs) And then some Macklemore. And then just... We have some cool... Like, M83 was on there today. Yeah, it was very good. It's, It's a trip. Okay, so we're at 40 minutes, so I'm going to, like, pause, and then we're going to be back in, like, two seconds. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Okay. Next. Next segment. We're going to play a little, a little gamey game that I like to call Name That Set Design. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> okay. I've just seen and attacked simultaneously. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, what the rules of the game are I'm going to show Giannis a set design of a play that they probably know. Probably Most like not. A lot of them are from class. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Some okay. of them are not, but a lot of them are from class. Um, and we're going to see... Um, what they come up with and uh, what happens. And I'm going to whisper to you guys what they are before I show the pics. Yes, so close your ears. Okay. Okay, let's see if I remember. Is this ASMR? Okay, the first one is. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Are you sure? I said no. I can hear you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me try again. Okay. The first one is a raisin in the sun. The second one is Medea. The third one is Hamlet. The fourth one is a Is in 
Uh, there's a lot. There is a lot. Um, you know, well, we'll see where we get. We'll see where we get. Okay. Okay. So here is the first set. So there's a Coca-Cola sign that says Broadway on it. Okay. And there are multiple doors, so it can't be unless it can be. It's by the bed. That's a bed. Streetcar? No. What? It's not raisin, is it? That's a raisin in the sunset? I love that. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. so good. Okay. All right, number two. What the fuck? <laughs> it is, I will give you a hint, it is something we've read in class. Which class? That would be giving away too much. Oh, I'll, dramaturgy. That gives away nothing. <laughs> There's a moon. The moon is like throwing me. I don't know. You give up? Yeah. I want to say like Fuente de Luna, but that's wrong. It's Medea. No. Mm-hmm. With a moon? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Oh, this... the woods in the background. This set is not from one that we've read in class. It is not a typical set for this show. Okay. But it is interesting. Oh, I love it. Sweeney Todd. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I saw a chair and I was like, that might be it. Um, it's not, where did it go up? I don't know. I just picked the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it a play or is it a musical? It's a play. It's a very well-known play. Probably the most well-known play in ever. <laughs> in ever? I would argue that that's a Shakespeare play. Is it a Shakespeare play? Is it fucking Romeo and Juliet? No. What is it? It's like kind of steampunky. I know, right? I like it, but I... Streetcar name design. <laughs> no. Then I don't know. It's Hamlet. No. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that for Hamlet. Yeah. Okay, this one. I'll, I'll, I'll skip this one just because I don't know if... I don't know if you've read it. Yeah. But it is a very well-known play. It's got some doors. It, it do be gotten doors. It's a period piece, which means I will not know. The importance of being earnest? No. Hercules in love? No. Uh, what's that play? Mr. Lee? No, but closer. Catherine Sims right, right? Yes, that is. This one I think is Ibsen. Oh, the only Ibsen I've ever. Your phone turned off. 
The only Ibsen I've ever read is, um, is Enemy of the People Ibsen? It's not Ibsen. I don't believe so. Never mind. I don't know. This is a dollhouse. Oh! I have read! (laughs) Yeah, I read that in a theater history course in undergrad. Okay, this one I also don't know if you've read, but I think you can kind of figure it out from just how it looks. But it is also another classic, so... It's oh. not like a classic classic, but it's like is a it, new classic. Um, oh, fuck. It's about the lady that kills someone, right? Mm. It's Machina. Yes! I love Machina. <laughs> love Machina. So good. Okay. I'm going to be sad if you don't get this one. What do you mean, sad if I don't get it? Phantom of the Opera? No! What do you mean, no? no? It's not. Not even close. What do you mean, not even close? There's like, kind of like a little chandelier-looking thing. There's some sequins in there. Oh, it's not a chandelier. What do you mean, be sad if you don't get it? It's a decrepit-looking theater. It's Phantom of the Opera. No. What do you mean? Look at the floor. It's a floor. It's It's ruined. It's a bad floor. Uh, Taylor, your heart is breaking. Tell me what show this is. It's indecent. No, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I didn't see this. I saw this on Broadway. And this is not the one? That's not the one. Wild. Yeah, that's indecent. Oh my god, I love Mm -hmm. that set design. Oh my god, that's (laughs) heart-wrenching that it's in this decrepit ruined theater. Fuck me. (laughs) Right? Ah, shit, a dick. (laughs) Did we read this one? No, but you know it. Everyman? No, we read Everyman. (laughs) What does that mean, though, they know it? There's a little man in a fedora. (laughs) With a refrigerator? A man in a fedora with a refrigerator. I, I picked... Okay, all of the... Okay, let me give you this hint. All of the set designs that I looked at had a feature in it that I could not use it because it would give it away. Except this one. Except that one. It's just... It's four portals. <laughs> with, like, a watercolory design and crumpled paper texture. And they didn't read it in class. No. I will give you, I think it's from the 90s. Oh, shit. I'm not going to be well-versed in this. Really? Yeah, my theory I should teach this stuff. But it's very, it's very popular. What kind of, I don't know. I don't okay. Know. It's Angels in America. No! With the, huh? <laughs> every, every single oh, one that I looked. Is it a refrigerator? I don't know. Of them had an angel in it, and I was like, I can't use that. Okay, this one you should also get. Oh, it's fucking waiting for your doubt. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the tree, the tree is what gives it away.
What is happening in this photo? Did we read this in class? No, but everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it? Mm-hmm. It's like a gladiator looking thing going on. No, but everyone's doing it. Maybe not right now, but in the recent, like the past two years. Everyone has been doing this show. See, I went to, like, an absurd undergrad program where we only did, like, recent and obscure plays that mm-hmm. then got popular, like, two years after we did them. Okay. It's like, I cannot think. But it's beautiful with the little orbs. Yeah, I love thing. that. I love it. Because we did this in my undergrad, this oh. show. It's She Kills Monsters. I have never heard of that. What? I've never heard Ever. of that. Ever. People do it all the time. Can you do PDF? Yeah, I could find one. Can you send it to me? Yeah, it's it's good. It's about D and D. No way! Yeah. Oh my god, I love D and D. I will send it to you. Yeah, you, you need to read it. You need to read Shit, it. Should there be someone else in yes. the D and D group? Yes. Okay. Next. Oh, it's that one. The curious incident of the dog. Yes. Yes. That one has a very distinct set that, like... It does. This one? Um, oh, I'll, I'll skip that one. Ah. Ooh. Ooh! <laughs> I like it! Oh, no, did we read this in class? Yes. If you tell me it's Long Day's Journey in the Night... No. Thank God! <laughs> it does not deserve such a beautiful set. Um, we read it in class. Which class? script analysis what if we read your script analysis i blacked it all out <laughs> mood all i can think of hold on so we read joe turner's co- is this joe turner's coming on <laughs> yes i like that right that's a, actually a really lovely yeah set. As soon as I was like, Joe Turner's coming on, because I was thinking of something with a kitchen in it. We also read this one. In script analysis? Uh-huh. I like the wall framing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, there's a lady walking in the background. It must be long days for me tonight. <laughs> the, the one lady. Do I even... Oh, we talked about that one earlier. Oh, I'll actually... I'll see if you know this one. I'll see if you know this one. I wasn't sure if you would. Why is Abraham Lincoln in the background? <laughs> what is in the jar surrounding him? Is the, are those lights or is that a jar of something? I do not you know. You don't know it? No, he's got a TV in front of him. What show is this? This is the America play by Susan Laurie Parks. Oh, I do know that play. I never read it, but I know it the play. Very hard to understand. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's an interesting concept. What is? So basically, these pe- it's in the future, and these people go to this theme park to reenact history, and it's a black man setting as um playing Abraham Lincoln and all these people come and they act as if they are what's the guy who killed him 
Booth. John and, Wilkes Booth. Yeah. And they shoot him, and he dies. And then they just, it's part of the theme park, and it's like the best part of going to the theme park. Huh. Is shooting Abraham Lincoln. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yes. Um. Oh, and then I added one more to test you. It is a musical because I know you don't know you don't know the musicals, but I'm gonna test you. It's on Broadway now. That's my that's my hint. Oh, is it the Great Comet one? That is not on Broadway right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chicago. That is not Chicago. Are you sure Great Comet's not on Broadway? However, hint, you'll, this won't help you at all. But one of the actors mm-hmm. in Great Comet also is in this is show. It Josh Groban. It's not Josh Groban. Then <laughs> I don't know and I don't care. It's Which show it, is that? That's Town. Oh! Oh my god! I have, I can't tell this story about somebody that I knew that worked on Town, but I have a story that I'll tell you some other time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Amber Gray was the person, and I love her, and she is great, and she, her voice is just so good. I just don't know musicals. It's, it's a good time. Okay, next... <laughs> Thank you for setting through our game. It was a fun game. <laughs> We're going to do a little, a little, what we like to call the draft. This week on the draft, we will be drafting gas station snacks, which is a tongue twister. Gas station snacks. <laughs> Very easily to be. Gas station snacks. <laughs> Okay, since you're the guest, you get to go first. Do we do it one at a time? Or yes. Okay. And start with your first. Okay. Takis. Takis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any any particular reason why? I just love something spicy and I love something crunchy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number one. Do you know what scotcheroos are? What is that? <laughs> okay. So it's like a drug. (laughs) Basically, they are Rice Krispie treats that have chocolate and butterscotch on top of them. Oh, that sounds so good. And they sold them at our hometown gas station. Okay. Yes, and our band teacher used to make it for us. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I love that. Okay. The trolley sour bright gummy worms. Okay, very yeah. very specific on your gummy mm-hmm. worms. Um, sour or not sour? Sour. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Do you not know what Uts is? No. It's a potato chip brand. Uts? Uts. U-T-A-Z. U-T-Z. No. No. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going home for Thanksgiving, so I'll have to bring you something. Okay. Um, my third is, uh, jerky. Yeah. 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 What flavor? 
original. Okay. I like, like, a cracked black pepper. That's still good. That's still good. Um, okay, so I think that you kind of took one of mine with, what, what is that called? Scotcheroos? Scotcheroos. Yeah, (laughs) Rice Krispie Treats. Uh, no, it's not the same thing. Okay. Yeah, not the same thing. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, my fourth one is also kind of one from back home. Dipper bowl. What's a dipper bowl? Okay, so it is mashed potatoes. Love already. <laughs> the stuff that goes on. What is it? What is it? Gravy. 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 <laughs> Chicken dippers. Contenders? Dippers. Chicken dippers? <laughs> They're nuggets. They're okay, nuggets. Okay. And cheese. Oh, I love All that All mixed concept. in a bowl. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, shit. My last one is a butterscotch crimpet. Butterscotch crimpet? Yeah. A, a crimpet? They're a tasty cake. And they're like oh. butterscotch cake with a butterscotch filling and a butterscotch icing. They we are... don't have tasty cakes at home. What do you mean we don't have tasty cakes? <laughs> we don't have tasty cakes. I never had one until I came here. Until you came here? Yeah. Oh my god, you gotta get a butterscotch crimpet. <laughs> okay. They sound like just like loose. Like in like in like one plastic sleeve. Without a price on it. My fifth is sour Skittles. Oh my god, I, I haven't had some of those in so long. I don't think they sell them anymore. Oh really? I don't think so. I haven't seen them in like forever. Huh. We haven't been up north. <laughs> okay. Um, honorable mention? Yes. Okay, peach rings. Oh, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And uh, the ice cream sundae Pop-Tarts. Ice cream sundae Pop-Tarts, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just in that little blue sleeve. Yeah. My honorable mentions are Milk Duds. Really? Why oh did God. you say it like that? I remember those as, like, kids. As kids at, my, at Halloween. My mom loves Milk Duds. And every time we go on any type of road trip, it's all Milk Duds all the time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I, I haven't had one of those in forever. They're good. Yeah. And Sour Patch Kids. Hell yeah. 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 As you should. Okay. Um, before we do our last Hooked segment, I promised you guys that I would do a bit because i'm trying to do a bit for them every episode just okay. a little little tidbit like a little tidbit this one is a work in progress and no but none of you guys will get it except um anybody who is in our cohort it's about sankutala okay so there is this play called sankutala and when was it? Was it Japanese? It was Indian. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm doing my thing on it. Uh, it's Indian drama. And um, so basically, this girl, she uh, pregnant. Or no, she had a baby. She had a baby? 
She had the baby. She had the baby. She ha- she pregnant whenever she go to man again. Okay, she pregnant when she go to man again. <laughs> she goes to the man. The man says, "I don't remember you, lady." Okay. So then she's crying, and this nymph from the woods comes and grabs it's her. her. Mom. Yes, yes, and the mom carries her away, and but when us us folk here today get pregnant and go back to the man and be like, "This is your child," and he doesn't remember us, all we get is not getting carried away by a nymph, but a child who will someday have very bad daddy issues. <laughs> my fucking God. <laughs> and that is my bit of the day. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, now on to the hooked segment. What are you hooked on? Okay, I got five things. Is that too many? No, I have five things. Okay, great. My first one is the album The Optimist by Phineas, who is Billie Eilish's brother. Mm -hmm. I'm a genius, and I would let him trick me on a very public sidewalk if he wanted to. I would let the man do something very mean to me if he wanted to. (laughs) Tripping you is the meanest thing you can think of. Well, I didn't want to be like I would let him slap me across the face, but I would let him trip me in a public place. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Should my turn? Yeah, you're, I guess. Okay, you're yeah, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mine is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, you have been getting into that. Recently. I have been watching, and it's funny. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay, this is long. But raspberries and vanilla Greek yogurt with oh. chocolate granola. Oh? Mm-hmm. Like a, like a parfait. Yeah, kind of, but, like, I eat it for breakfast in my tiny studio apartment. <laughs> so I'm not eating it at a nice, fancy restaurant. I, that still, <laughs> still counts as a parfait. I don't know. That's it, <laughs> I would make parfaits, like, all the time, like, back in the day. When was the day? You're just looking off into the distance. I used to make them a lot, but I haven't because, like, when it's winter, the fruit isn't as good. Oh, yeah, that's super true. Yeah. Oh, my next... My new edibles that my uh, new roommate got me. Hell yeah, what are they? They are hybrid. They are gummy bears. They are 25 milligrams. Which is a lot, because I'm used to ten. Oh. And I so I'm taking half, but it's still more than I'm used to because I take half of the ten ones too. So I was I was zoning last night. You was, sent an outrageous email last night. <laughs> but it was all logical, based on logic, and it's facts. Absolutely. Straight up facts. Absolutely, but it was truly buck wild. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so my third one is The Lines Between the Lines by Bess Rowan. Aw, have you read is, it? I'm reading it now, yeah. Nice. It's, it's a book about uh, embodying stage directions and what stage directions, like the different kinds of stage directions and what they function as. And it's who wrote it? Bess Rowan! Who is? An amazing 
professor that I had in undergrad and now have in grad school. Yeah. She teaches a lot about, like, queer theory and a lot about, like, performance theory as well. She's great. Mm-hmm. My third is Red, Taylor's version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, the 10-minute version of All Too Well. Snaps to that. Freaking masterpiece. How could she have made that song any better than it already was? I don't know. She did it. She is a genius. A lyrical genius. A lyrical god. She is the love of my life. Fire of your loins. (laughs) Love of my life. Follow my, follow my loins, be a good baby, do what I... Is that what it's from? Is that where you're used? I know this song, but it's not... <laughs> <laughs> Triggered by Lana. Um, okay, my, my next one is uh, 17 by Sam Fender. Okay. Is yeah, it an album? It, no, it's a song? it's a song, but it's got this lyric, and it was I was far too scared to hit him, but I would hit him in a heartbeat now. Ooh. And it's about like toxic and abusive relationships. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's deep. Yeah, it was really it. Like I heard that line, and I was like, I have to stop what I'm doing. <laughs> um, my fourth is Silk Sonic's new album. Oh, that's the, with Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars and um, uh, Anderson Pack. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing um, a couple of the songs. I it's very groovy. Yeah. Very groovy. <laughs> I've never heard. My last one is Straight Leg Denim. Because I'm over the skinny jeans. I think for myself personally, just for me. I'm, well, like, done with the skinny jeans. Skinny jeans apparently have been taken out. Mm. Like, by the younger folks. They yeah. said skinny jeans no more. No, see, here's the thing. I'm in my mid-20s, and I'm, like, done with the skinny jeans. I am currently, right now, wearing a nice straight-leg cropped Dickies pant. Yes. With white tube socks and a white flannel. And I was wearing a baseball cap earlier. Which is a whole a whole aesthetic. It's a whole vibe. <laughs> My fifth is well I have a fifth and a sixth. Oh yeah, go for it. Beckett being over. Yes. I was also over nine. It was nine. Yes. And um Fall Walks. Fall Walks. Fall Walks. Very fun. Not like Beckett. It was like <laughs> Such an interesting experience because there were moments that I enjoyed, and I wouldn't say, like, overarchingly that I didn't like it, but it, I think that I was in the wrong place to be doing it mentally. Mm-hmm. And that's it's why a lot. It's, it's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of heavy, heavy subject matter. And, like, I think that that's the reason why I say it was not fun was because I was not in the right headspace to do it, but I appreciated it for what it was mm-hmm. for me as an actor. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, on the surface level, I feel like it doesn't seem like it would be that much. Mm. But then once you start to dive deep into it, you're like, oh, this is what's happening. 
yeah, and I was really, really grateful for our dramaturg, who was so, so, oh, yeah. so informative, and she really knew her shit. Yeah, she did. She was devoted. Yeah, she, like, knew everything, like, the back of her damn hand, and uh, she passed her thesis I know! I'm so happy! Yay, Chelsea! Yay. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, any last words? Any last things you would like to put out there? Um, you can, um, pro, um, what is that called? Uh, not promoting yourself, but, like, you put my socials out. Yeah, if you okay. want. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Giannis Boone. Giannis is spelled with a J. <laughs> it's J-A-N-O-S-B-O-O-N on Instagram. Yes. And I don't have any other form of social media, except for Facebook. But but Facebook is that? for old people. Yeah, I just have Instagram. I also have TikTok. My TikTok is Harold and the Purple Nerfle. What? <laughs> I didn't even know this. Do you like? Oh, you do post. I do post like every once in a while. Cause my you brother is viral. Like he's TikTok famous. What? Yeah. No meat mashers. For what? Go follow no meat mashers on TikTok. What? Don't follow me. Follow my my. Sibling. What What does he like did post? It's like it's content. It's like apolitical content. It's like neurodivergent content and then it's just shit posting wait are you the oldest yeah okay yeah how he, old he's a baby and he's married he's 20 <gasps> he's married yeah but like secret married so like hopefully my parents don't listen to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> whoa yeah. yeah well on that note <laughs> fun facts about me that is so wild mm. I love that, though. Ah. <laughs> Hopefully they're very happy. They are. They seem to be really, really happy. He posts about his wife on his Instagram. And, I mean, not his Instagram. His, his TikTok. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Aww. We love it. We do. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed this very eventful pod. And uh, it's been, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Um, you'll be hearing more from me now that Beckett is over. And I have more friends now. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, that that goes back to me and Tannis's pod, if you guys listened from the beginning, beginning. Who would have thought? But Taylor and City and we. Any last words? Bye. Goodbye.